0: You're listening to the Savvy Social Podcast, the show for budding entrepreneurs who want to understand the how and the why of social media marketing. I'm your host, Andrea Jones. Let's get started. Hey, welcome to episode number 60 of the Savvy Social Podcast. The show is brought to you by Social Report. Social Report is the world's most complete social media management tool, and it's my tool of choice when it comes to scheduling and reporting on social media. Love using it for my clients and for myself to keep everything on track. So you can try it out for yourself for free for 30 days by going to socialreport.com, or you can click the link in the show notes. Now, today's guest is Jodi Brandon, and Jodi has more than 20 years' experience in book publishing. After many years working in traditional publishing, Jodi's passion these days is working as a book writer slash publishing coach and editor for creators, online entrepreneurs, and small business owners who want to market their business as a book or with a book. So in this episode, we talk about how to really understand your niche, the importance of making those connections, and little details like how a book trailer can help you launch your book campaign. Now, I actually have an episode with one of Jody's clients, Annie Franceschi, coming up later this year. But these are two very smart people, and I have to admit, I am very inspired to write a book. So I'm announcing it here first. I'm writing a book, and I'm hoping to have it come out sometime in 2020. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a, a work of love, a labor of love, I think they call it. Now, before we get into the interview with Jody, just a quick update on what's happening in the Savvy Social School. So we have a new live training coming up in September on September 26th. We do these every month. This one's happening on September 26th. Uh, That's a Thursday at 1 p.m. And we're going to dive into how to host a giveaway on social media. I've been doing a few giveaways with my clients with a lot of success in growing their audiences uh, with the right audience members, giving their engagement a huge boost. And so we're going to talk about the right and wrong ways to do this so that you actually see the success that you want to see. So join us in the school by going to SavvySocialSchool.com. Now let's get into this conversation with Jody Brandon. Hey Jody, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I'm really excited because I'm personally curious about book marketing. Um, so before we dive into all of that good stuff, how did you get started with book marketing?
1: I actually am one of those rare and crazy people who knew what I wanted to do from the time I was a small child. I didn't. I mean, I didn't. I couldn't articulate it. Obviously, at that age. But I knew that I wanted to work in books, and that's what, that's what I told grownups when they asked me what I wanted to be. Um, so I graduated from college, and I knew that New York City was the place to be for book publishing. And I packed my bags, and I moved to New York City uh, and, you know, made a deal with my parents that if I get a job, I could stay. But, um, by the end of the summer, I could stay. Otherwise, I had to move home to Pennsylvania, <laughs> um, and I got a job, and I worked my way up. The traditional book publishing industry is very apprenticeship-based. You start as an editorial assistant, and you kind of you know work your way up, moving, working with an editor here and there, um, and then I met my husband, and he was transferred to his company's Philadelphia office, and there's not a lot of book publishing in Philadelphia, except for science publishing, which is not my bag. (laughs) So I started freelancing and I started my own business that way. And I was working still for book publishers. And then I started sort of doing a mix of working with book publishers and independent authors. And then eventually I realized, hey, working with these independent authors, I can create my own schedule, charge what I want, you know, and sort of, you know, be in the driver's seat. So the publishing clients kind of drifted away and then I just started getting on more and more with my my self-publishing clients. You know, first I was just doing copy editing and then it was, you know,
0: mm-hmm. copy
1: editing and a production plan and then it was helping them, you know, craft their launch plan also and, you know, sort of taking them from A to Z just because the book publishing world is so, it's so unique and so foreign to entrepreneurs um, that I realized they needed a lot more than just, you know, copy editing, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. and. I, I like that the the direction you went because I think there's such a neat opportunity in 2019. Anyone can publish a book, but I know firsthand, because my husband's a fiction author, how challenging that process can be, especially if you're not tech savvy. So he's pretty tech savvy, so he could figure it out. But if what? you don't understand things like he's built websites and stuff before, so if you don't understand some of those things, it can be like a really confusing pile of craziness that can, yeah. can that can be really challenging to navigate and I know one of my friends um was an independent author he got like looped into this deal where he had to purchase like so many physical copies of the book and now he's just stuck with them so stuck with I, them. Yep.
1: yeah <laughs> well I mean that, well that's how self-publishing started I mean it was people with cases and cases of books and their garages, which is how, you know, these print on demand publishers have gotten more popular because you don't have to do that as a self-publishing author. But yeah, I mean, it's just so, it's, it's a world that you're not used to and it kind of, book publishing has its own language. So if you don't have somebody sometimes guiding you through, it's, it's challenging. It's, it's so discouraging too. Mm -hmm. Um, Just because at every step of the way, there's an, you turn, you, you think you got it and then the next step comes and you're like, wait a minute. I don't know what to do here either, so.
0: Yeah, okay, so we'll talk about marketing in a sec, but I do wanna talk a little bit about the publishing side just because I'm personally curious. I'm working (laughs) on my own little book. Um, So for audience members who may be interested in starting their own book, I mean, what's the first thing that you should do if you're thinking about writing a book? Where do you start? The first thing
1: is, the, the first step is the brain dump. Always the brain dump. Think about the things that you're getting asked about, um, you know, on social media, in Facebook groups, you know, in DMs and in your Instagram, all of those things, the things that you're being asked about are the things that people view you as knowing about. That's where your expertise is. That's your, you know, your zone of genius. So it's going to be something in there that's your probably where your book topic comes from. But I always, always, always tell people to start with a brain dump. And then, you know, just set, literally set the timer, get a piece of paper. Um, I mean, some people do it in a, like a Google Doc or something. But the physical act of writing somehow, even though it's harder sometimes to get started, it tends to give you more to work with. And then I say, take that brain dump, give it a couple days, give it a couple hours, whatever you can manage, and then pull a couple of pieces out of that brain dump and then do another brain dump just on those things. Oh, interesting. So two brain dumps. Yeah, like a macro and a micro. And you can sort of see a book structure. Like the deeper you go with those, the more you realize, oh, well, I took this topic and it has, you know, I thought of 15 things to write about. And I thought of this one and it only, I only have two things to write about. So that's probably not a chapter in the book, but the one with 15 might be.
0: Oh, okay. Gotcha. So gotcha. You're taking it deeper. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay. So when we're, we're in the process of writing the book, at what point do we start thinking about marketing?
1: At the same point when you start thinking about writing a book.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, I mean, you're not necessarily doing so much then, but you've got to start thinking about it. I mean, early, early, early. I, I mean, so there's millions of books published in this, in the world. I mean, annually forget about um i don't even know what the statistics are for daily but i mean thousands of books daily the market is saturated if you want your book to stand out you've got to be able to market it well um Mm -hmm. and it's a little different for entrepreneurs writing a book because you're not trying necessarily to become a bestseller or you know reach the masses you have you have different goals than the typical writer does um Mm -hmm. who's trying to you know perfect their writing craft and, you know, become a, you know, the next John Grisham or whatever the case may be. Um, but you still, just like anything in your business, you have to be able to market it to get it to to get it into the right people's hands. So you cannot start thinking about marketing soon enough.
0: Okay, good. I like that. I like that answer. Um, because I definitely actually as a marketer thought about marketing it before I even started writing a word, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, a
1: lot of times the early, the early things that you mention in your marketing efforts are more, uh, a lot of it's for accountability, right? Hmm. You start telling people you're going to write a book and then people start checking in on you to make sure you're actually writing that book. And then you can start, you know, like very slowly revealing, you know, these are the covers or covers that I'm thinking of. Do you like one of these? Which one of these do you like? Which one of these speaks to you? Um, I'm thinking about these two titles, which one of them grabs you. And you're not necessarily going to go with every single thing that, you know, people say, but it's a good, one, it's a great way to validate what you're doing. Um, And two, it's a great way to sort of like start building up that pre-launch buzz and excitement so that you do have people enthusiastic by the time the book comes out.
0: Okay. I like that idea. So that's, that's a great idea for a social media post where you can just post the book covers or title ideas and get feedback from your audience. Mm-hmm.
1: absolutely yeah I mean I've all almost all of my clients do that successfully I mean just, you start sort of dripping things out um, you know like chapter ideas even you know which one of these chapters would you be more interested in as a freebie you know as a um, as an opt-in to get on you know a list for the book kind of thing there's I've, endless possibilities uh, you know really like I tell people all the time, you can DIY marketing from just about $0 up to, you know, I mean, you could spend millions if you wanted to, but there's ways to do it, you know, sort of every step of the way at different, at different levels and get people involved.
0: Okay. I want to talk about that a little bit. Like what is, what are the differences? Let's say um, like a low cost launch. What would that look like? And then, you know, like all bets are off, you know, let's do everything kind of launch. So let's do the two different ones. Cause in my head, I want to do like a a big (laughs) launch, but again, this is totally personal. Like totally getting at this advice for me, but hopefully other listeners will get from it as well. Um, but get, give us the two different options, especially for social media. So low cost and then, you know, everything. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, you honestly, you can do
1: a couple hundred bucks and have a decent book launch. Um, I mean, YouTube, you can be on YouTube for free. You know, live video is not going anywhere. It's growing and growing and growing. Yeah. You, do, you can do a book trailer for a few hundred dollars up to a few thousand dollars, which is like a, I mean, it's like a movie trailer, but for your book, those are fantastic to do. I've seen a lot of people combine a book trailer with a, um, a brand video. Mm. so that you are talking about the book, but you can use it for other than the book. So you're repurposing that. So that's a great idea.
0: Okay, I want to pause there for a second. So with with that video, what are some elements of a good um, trailer for your book? That's a great question.
1: Um, So it's different, obviously, from a movie trailer um, or a fiction book trailer where you're, you know, sort of like spoiling the plot, or you know, giving stuff like that. Um, you do wanna give education. What is this book about? What are the, What's the reader gonna take away from it? But you also wanna focus on you a little bit, why you are the, the best messenger for this information. Because with an entrepreneur writing a book, a lot of times it is just as much about you as it is about the topic. Because again, they see you, your audience sees you as that expert they wanna learn from. Whether your book is, you know, teaching your signature system or, you know, telling your backstory, whatever the case may be, um, they're buying it because they want to learn it from you, not, you know, me or or somebody else down the street who has, you know, the same kind of book. Mm -hmm. So it's important to to make sure that that's part of the the trailer as well. Um, And it's really just, you know, it's getting your face in front of people. Um, It's less about the content than it is about the connection. Hmm. Uh, I feel like I know kind of it, seems, it seems counterintuitive on some level, but, but that seems to be what works. Um, because I get, I mean, like we said, the live video is not going anywhere. It's growing and growing. Um, we all see it every day with social media, Facebook lives, Instagram stories, all of that stuff is, you know, getting a lot more popular and viewed and causing more engagement and all of those things. Um, so, same with YouTube, you know, take advantage of that. So, um, now if you're not, you know, a techie kind of person and you have to have somebody produce it for you, the cost of the video trailer obviously is going to be more than if you can do it yourself. Um, and that's, I mean, that's pretty much the case for everything really. Right. I mean, you know, my YouTube, I have a YouTube editor for, for my videos. Could I do them myself? Probably. Am I interested in doing that? nope. (laughs) So so for me, it's worth it. Um, So it's the same kind of thing. Um, But I mean, social media, you can, oh my gosh, you can post pull quotes from the book, you can do quizzes and polls and all sorts of things to get, you know, get people excited about the book. Um, I mean, you have the social media has to be a huge part of your book marketing strategy. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, it's, it, it sounds so silly and simple to say that, but it, I mean, it's, it's the truth. Um, you know, I, that's your direct connection with your audience. That's your direct connection with the people who you want to buy your book, read your book, tell other people about your book, share your book, you know, be part of your launch team, all of those things. Um, mm-hmm. and then again, just like with social media that we talk about in general in the business world, then you want to funnel those people back and get them on your list. Mm-hmm. Um, but that your social media accounts are your direct connection to build build the buzz. Mm-hmm. That's where it's happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that you said that it's it's less about the content and more about the connection. I think that's I mean, that's just social media in general. It's it's about the connections that you make. So I think that's really important. Yeah. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about the importance of a book. I think that, um, you know, some listeners may be trying to decide if they should even have a book as part of their strategy. So from the entrepreneur perspective, how can a book help your business?
1: That's another good question. So it's it's not for everybody, that's for sure. I mean, some people are just more comfortable, you know, with a course or something like that. Um, can you do both? Can they work well together? They can some people are just not interested and I mean, a book is a, it's a big process. I mean, and again, it like simplifying it, it's a lot of words to write. And if you don't, you don't have to love writing and you don't have to want to be the next, you know, great American novelist. But I mean, it's going to take you some time to to sit down and write or speak in, you know, voice, text, whatever, you know, 30, 40, 50, 60,000 words. That's just a lot more than we're used to writing. So, it's a big undertaking. Um, And if you don't take that part of it seriously, you're going to hate the project by the time it becomes a book, and you're not going to want to market it. Mm -hmm. And then it's not going to do well, and you're going to wonder I spent all this time (laughs) working on this book. Why isn't it doing well? Um, Because no one else is going to like it if you don't. Um, So, if you're really resistant to that, then uh, I mean, then I say don't do it, do a course or something else. but for a lot of entrepreneurs, it's a great, great tool to grow your business. If you are a speaker or thinking about doing any speaking, no brainer. I mean, speaking in a book, go hand in hand. Um, I mean, we've all been to conferences and events and luncheons and networking events where there's somebody speaking and at the back of the room, there's a table where they're selling their books. If you're speaking without a book to sell at the back of the room, you're missing out on opportunity. Um, you know, to get your name in front of those people, like further, get, let them get to know you better. So it's a great credibility builder. It's a visibility tool. Um, I tell my clients all the time. I mean, one of my, one of the ways that I can weed people out about whether they're serious about writing a book or not to serve their business is, you know, if they say that they want money as their number one goal, because you're not going to make a million dollars from writing a book that serves your business. You're, I mean, you're just not, Um, And in fact, a lot of the money that you can make is going to come, you know, in a roundabout way. It's going to come from somebody buying your $14.99 paperback and realizing, oh, hey, I want to work with her one-on-one. And then they buy your signature package. So yeah, you made $5,000 off of the book, but it wasn't because $5,000 worth of books were sold, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you have to be willing it's a long game (laughs) it's definitely the long game Um, and it's about positioning the book and using it as a tool once it's written and you know that's where obviously the marketing comes in Mm -hmm.
0: yeah I think that's so important because um, like I said from the perspective of my husband being a fiction um, novelist it is very challenging to just make money from books alone so you often have to do other things it's a great credibility builder for sure Mm -hmm. Um, so let's say we have a book already, and maybe it's been out for like a year or two. What's one thing we can do to um, still kind of leverage that book as part of our marketing on social media?
1: There's I mean, lots of things. I, I mean, that's the, I say that's the beauty and the curse of book marketing is that, you know, the book is always out there to be marketed, but the book is always out there to be marketed. <laughs> Um, So you can refresh it in some way. I actually am um, relaunching my own book this fall. So it came out three years ago. Um, I'm updating it. So I'll be doing sort of like, you know, a mini launch. Basically, you can refresh the cover and then, you know, blast that all over the place. Um, You can get new reviews and new blurbs from somebody, you know, like an influencer that maybe you didn't have a relationship when your book came out a year ago. And now you do. Um, so if you can get that person to give you a blurb about your book or a book review, then that can spark a whole, you know, a whole nother snowball down the mountain of press for the book. Um, once you, you know, start putting that out there on social media. Um, yeah, I, yeah, a gazillion different ways. I always say you shouldn't be trying to do something, um, not, not something new, but you should be marketing the book all along. You're not going to be marketing it a year out the same way you did, you know, during the couple weeks leading up to launch and the launch day and then even a few weeks after that. That's your primary marketing period for sure. Um, but you should always be doing something to market your book. Um, and that doesn't have to be every single day, but I mean at least be thinking about it monthly, quarterly, um, you know, sending it it can be sent out to new people for reviews. It can be Um, You know, think about ways that you can update it. Are there new case studies that you could incorporate that, you know, maybe something was in there that now is like tired and old. Um, And I mean, and then there's, then there's cases where uh, like with my book, I have a whole section of my books about self-publishing. So my, I have a whole section on Amazon where they had create space, the paperback version and Kindle um, and they merged last year. So a third of my book now basically (laughs) Does not make sense to, if you're just starting out? So, I mean, that's so market necessitated that I'm, you know, updating my book. But sometimes you just decide you want to do it for yourself. And once it's all written, that's a lot easier, obviously, because you're not starting from ground zero. You're just, you know, replacing a section within a chapter or a chapter or whatever the case may be. Um, refreshing the cover is a big one because it's visual, Um, so that's what a lot of people do is they'll, you know, refresh the cover and, you know, then sort of use that as a launching off point to remind people that the book is out there or the book birthday is another one. You know, one year ago I released my book, um, um, maybe give, maybe do a contest or something like that. Um, there's a great, um, there's a great service called book tweeters that not a lot of, not a lot of entrepreneurs use but a lot, of, um, a lot of self-publishing authors in general use where, you know, I mean, you can pick from one to five days. I think it starts at like 15 bucks and goes up to 60 bucks, something like that. So it's it's affordable, and they'll just sort of tweet out your book like 20, 25 times a day, something like that. Um, and they have, you know, last time I checked it, I mean, it was more than 500,000 followers. So it's definitely getting your book, you know, out there in front of, uh, so I mean, like maybe something like that, that's not a huge investment, but you can, you know, get the book out there, you know, maybe to a new set, some new eyes, they'll pass it along. I mean, and that's really, you know, that's why you make those connections. That's why you do the engagement in your business in general, but especially, you know, when you're launching a book, because you need all the help you can get because the market is so saturated.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure, and I lots of lots of like nuggets of wisdom there. So I'm over here taking notes. I hope those <laughs> are you you were listening or taking notes as well. Um, one thing that I have seen um, other um, influencers do, I follow Sean Cannell. He's a YouTuber, and almost every time he introduces himself, he goes, "I'm Sean Cannell. I'm the author of YouTube Secrets," and he holds up his book in the videos brilliant marketing strategy and I think something just as simple as that is when you introduce yourself on live video hold up your book I mean when you're taking pictures like add it into your social media schedule like it's just something that can always be a reference point I love the book birthday idea totally just like celebrate that every single year Um, and there's just so many things you can do just to continue to market that book because once it's done I mean, it's pretty much done. You, like you said, you can update a little chapter to mm-hmm. here, update yep. the cover, but I mean, it's, it's out like, there, there forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: put it in your email signature. So many people do not do that. It's such mm-hmm. a simple thing to do. Mm-hmm. A tiny, you know, book cover in your email signature. You wouldn't believe how many people will click on those
0: and go over to Amazon. So, so powerful. Um, So what about audiobooks? How do you feel about audiobooks? I
1: am not a big audiobook listener, but I know that a lot of people are. So it's becoming more and more popular, especially with self-publishing authors. There's more and more tools and resources. I mean, just like self-publishing books, it used to be Amazon was your only choice. And if you weren't doing Amazon, you were going to get left in the dust. And now, you know, we're starting to see other companies kind of come into play there where you, you know, can do it in other ways. Same with audiobooks. Um, right now, Amazon still, you know, holds the, <laughs> they hold all the uh, all the keys. Um, but it's starting to spread out. I just was in Chicago at the Independent Book Publishers Association conference. And there were a bunch of audio book producers there who want to work with, you know, smaller presses and independent authors. So I think that that segment, it's the, it's the fastest growing segment in the book publishing world in general, statistically right now. So I think that that's going to trickle down to self-publishing authors, which is what most entrepreneurs are doing. Um, So I do think, I mean, if you can afford it, it would be foolish not to Mm -hmm. make it available in that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, even like this is a podcast, for instance, if people are listening on the go, if you can have your book available yeah. on the go as well, it is an no-brainer. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I, I, a lot of clients will say, should I do a paperback or an ebook?" Don't limit yourself. Everybody, everybody consumes information in different ways. There are going to be people who are never going to read an ebook. They just, they're not. They're, I mean, they're becoming fewer and fewer far between, but there are people who they just want a physical book. And they're, that's what they're interested in. And there's going to be more and, pe- more and more people, like you said, who on the go, they just want to listen to the book. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I listen to books and podcasts when I exercise, when mm-hmm. I walk. So, you know, I mean, I know tons of people are listening to them in the car when they're, you know, waiting for the pickup line for the kids. And yeah, I, I mean, don't take yourself out of potential sales and potential audience members because of the format of your product. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just silly.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, so important. I mean, I think think that's important for for any form of marketing, but especially for books. And I I know that firsthand, I'm in a book club and there's like most of the ladies there in my little book club don't like eBooks at all, which is mind blowing to me. I love eBooks. I just read right through them. And I love that I don't have to wait to, you know, get them from Amazon. It's like instant. But some people, they're really dedicated to their physical books or they're really dedicated to their audio books. So you kind of want to make sure you're reaching everybody. Absolutely. Um, So if one of our audience members is interested in starting a book and they want to work with you, what's the best way to do that?
1: Uh, Reach out on my website. I have a contact form on my website and I do a, you know, a complimentary book brainstorm session um, which is a lot of fun. Um, we just kind of dig in, you know, quickly and do like a mini deep dive as quick as we can, you know, to sort of get you off on the right track to see. And we can kind of usually determine in that call, you know, if, are you ready? Is, is it the right time? And then if you want to move forward, then we have ways, ways to do that. So.
0: Mm-hmm. And you've got your half day book planning intensive. Like that's the one I'm like, ooh, that sounds interesting. <laughs>
1: I, yes, that came, I mean, I wish I had thought of this idea myself, but I did not. It came because people kept saying to me, I think that I, I want to work with you, but I don't know that I need the long-term accountability of the full coaching package. Um, I just need a jump start." And so I came up with this, you know, half day book and book planning intensive. And we take you from, maybe you've got just the seed of an idea. Maybe you've done the brain dump. Maybe we've done a book brainstorm session and we, you leave that half day with, um, you know, the start of your marketing plan, a writing schedule, a production schedule, a launch date, um, you know, and all the tools that you need to get yourself, you know, to a finished manuscript and beyond. And I've done a few of them already and I actually have two more next week and they are, they're so fun. They're really, really, they're great. I I, I wish I would have thought of it years ago. <laughs> um, I mean, I think they're as much fun for me as they are for the client and to see the client Leave that those four hours with you know basically everything they need to just go right is it's awesome
0: mm-hmm. yeah oh, okay so check that out I'll put a link to Jody's website and this um, half day intensive in the show notes I know I'll be curiously looking at it myself um, and yeah thanks for joining us Jody how can we connect with you online what's your social media.
1: I am a Jodi Brandon editorial just about everywhere. So you can find me there. Happy to connect with you guys.
0: Awesome. I'll put those links in the show notes. It's been great chatting with you, Jody. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Savvy Social Podcast. For links and everything we talked about, please check out the show notes by visiting SavvySocialPodcast.com. And don't be afraid to continue the conversation. I'd love to have you inside of the Facebook group. You can search for us on Facebook or simply go to SavvySocialCrew.com. See you there. Bye for now.